ever wake up in the morning and think, huh, I'm one lucky son of a bitch. Man, you know, I mean, today, you know, I've got, uh, I've got this Friday off, you know, and yeah, it might be raining outside, and yeah, it might not be as warm as it could be in the middle of April, but right now, you know, I'm sitting here, having a good time, doing my thing, you know, I mean, I got a nice, you know, I'm able to afford and have nice things like vehicles, tractor, homestead. My kid, you know, gets fed every day. I get fed every day. My wife gets fed every day. I have a gorgeous wife. My dick hasn't fallen off. Um, you know, we got chickens. We got our freaking cows. We got our pigs. You know, we're having a good time. I mean, yeah, nothing, not everything's perfect. And you know, there's trivial bullshit that we stress about, but you know what we got? We got food, shelter, fun, money, water, and let's be honest, I'm one lucky son of a bitch. Because there's a lot of people who have been dealt a hell of a lot worse of a hand than I have. You know what I mean? So, you know, coming into late April, early May now, I guess I'm just asking you to remind yourself, you're one lucky son of a bitch. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast, everybody. I'm sure glad you're here. Ah, well, spring cleanup is underway. You guys been doing your spring cleanup yet? I mean, I don't know, in the course of about two or three weeks here, we went from snow clear up to our tits and getting, I don't know, a foot of snow every frickin' week to, uh, I mean, it hasn't warmed up all the way yet. You know, I mean, about this time of year, you know, you like to see your 60s and 70s. And we're not getting that. But we are getting no fucking snow, and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> God dang it. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, if, in, in my opinion, you know, if you can live life in a hooded sweatshirt, that's a pretty goddamn good life. You know what I mean? I mean, don't get me wrong. I love summer. I absolutely love summer. I like being in a t-shirt, wearing my Crocs, you know, walking around in shorts, you know, doing all the farm shit, going in and out of the door 10 times a day, spending more time outside than inside. I'm, you know, I just like outside, but you know, I mean, if it's cold or inclement or raining or whatever, you know, I mean, who wants to spend all their outside time in that, you know what I mean? I mean, I just, the outdoors is nice. And come hell or high water, we're gonna have some outdoor time. And uh, pretty soon, I'll, you know, we'll be heading out on a vacation here in the next week or two, and you know, we'll, we'll have a good time at that. If you hear any oinking behind me in these earbuds, which uh, that's what I use to podcast, um, that's our pigs. We got a, we've got uh, four of them out there. We got, uh, well, I'll start with our first pig, Petunia. 
who is like a metric ton and she's the hottest chick on earth. You should see the jowls she has. I mean, I'm gonna make bacon out of those some bitches someday. And then, uh, you know, I'm out here cleaning their water tank because it's kind of getting green. So I gotta do that. Hey guys, hey guys, I sure love you. Yes, and yes, I know you love me. I love you too. Oh yes, oh yes. Uh, and then we got Penelope, who is my pig. She's she's the most gentle, beautiful pig on earth. And then we got Brutus, who is a male, and and he's very high energy, like like kind of almost hyper spaz energy. You know what I mean? And he's our he's our boar, okay? He's got. I mean, he doesn't really act like he has balls, and he doesn't act like he's in charge. I mean, Petunia's definitely in charge, and she's huge. Way bigger than everybody else. But, uh, you know, Brutus, he's, 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 he's got nuts, okay? I don't know if he, uh, if he's, uh, into the mechanics of, uh, sexual relations yet. But, uh, th then we got Waffles. Now, Waffles is, how would you say, he's a boar without nuts. And I don't know if you call that a guilt. I'd sure be guilty if I didn't have any fucking nuts. I think that might be what you call it. Not quite sure. But um, you, you can hit your Google machine and correct me if you want, but I'm not going to hit the Google machine in the middle of a podcast because I use my cell phone anyhow. But, uh, yeah, so today, you know, we're doing spring cleanup. Right now I'm winding up the cord next to the pig pen because I had to have a tank heater in there all winter. And when you're running... God, what the hell is it? Is it a 1,500? I think it's a 1,500-watt 15, tank heater all winter long. And, I mean, you know, the tank stayed open all year. And, and there was times when... Dude, I mean, like with the wind and everything, it was 20 below, okay? And you get that in Minnesota every single year, and it sucks ass. Um, so right now, I'm just kind of stringing out hoses, getting my uh, shit together to wash out their tank, give them brand new water, and uh, wind up the cord and pick the tank heater out. Uh, which is a beautiful thing. I mean, <laughs> anybody that has animals and really likes paying for uh, their, their waters to be thawed out, um, or any of you that know what that's like, uh, trust me, I am here with you, and I am, uh, I am in the middle of this battle with you. It sucks, you know? I mean, you get that electric bill and you're like, Okay, so I got the chicken water, the cow water, and the pig water, and all the heaters hooked up, and this sucks. Luckily, the chicken heater, uh, I don't do it to the pigs, but uh, luckily the chicken heated water, we, we use a, uh, a pet bowl, and luckily we can just dump that out and unplug it, because at night they don't drink water. The pigs and the cows, though, who drink an ample amount of water, and the heater costs 50 times as much. I mean, like, a pet bowl only takes 60 watts, and a, you know, these seven, or whatever the hell they are, 
I don't know, I got it in my hand right now. It's a big old iron that you put in their tank. But uh, those take a hell of a lot more, okay? Um, it's kind of like in the summer, we have our pool, right? And we've got a pump motor that we run during the day. We only run it during the day and we only run it eight hours. Unless I highly chlorinate the pool, which is called shocking it. There's too many jokes, not enough time on that one. But anyway, uh, when we shock the pool, um, I, I'll run the, the motor all night, but that takes a lot of power too. You know, I mean, you can definitely tell on the power bill how much it takes. And yeah, some of you have cheap power. Um, I'm gonna say we have kind of spendy power right now. It's not, not the fault of the power company. It's, it's the fault of the, I mean, some places you just pay more for power than you do others. And there's just shit you don't know about, you know, when you're doing that. So, yeah, you know, it sucks. But uh, to me, the pool and uh, happy animals are definitely worth it, you know. It's, it's about getting your own food and getting your own sustainability. Um, I did see that in the winter sometimes people that have a little less freezing weather, what they will do is they will actually um, take and just dump water like twice a day for their chickens, ducks, pigs, cows, whatever. And they just drink real quick and then they're done. And they'll, they'll come back at a later time and, you know, just so it doesn't freeze. They don't heat the water. They just give them what, a certain quantity at a certain time and that's how you do it, which is a fine way to do it too. We're just, you know, we just like to have free range, however much water you want all the time, and that's why we use these water heaters, okay? Which, you know, in the fall, you guys would be very interested about hearing about water heaters, but right now you could give a fuck less. But I'm just explaining to you why we do what we do. Um, so, you know, spring cleanup, Getting this done, getting that done, you know, cleaning the cow pen. Pretty soon, you know, I might have to take a little shit and, sh and, and shovel it out and haul it out. Or another thing I can do is I can uh, take, pile it up down there and then drag the cow area, the cow yard, the cow area, the cow everything, and uh, drag all of that and make sure that it gets drug into the dirt. Okay, which is a good thing, right? I mean, we all want we all want it all to be composted and everything, and it does change the lay of your land a little bit. But there's nothing the matter with that. I mean, what's what the hell's the matter with that, right? So anyway, yeah, it is what it is. But uh, you know, I mean, these these pigs, you know, I mean, we're trying to figure out the best way to water. The, the cows, you know, I mean, the chickens, God damn it. I, I moved them all into the barn, right? Well, there's an overhead door in our barn, which is, I guess what I would say, you know, like the kind that you put your, your car in, that you pull your car into, into the garage. And a lot of people, you can put a garage door opener on it if you want to. But this one doesn't have like a door opener on it. You have to actually pull it up manually. Well, anyway, 
Above that door is a header. Now in a post frame building, in the header, you only need to use two two by sixes because it's not load bearing. And I'm not gonna get into what the fuck load bearing is because this isn't a construction podcast, this is a homesteading podcast. So, load bearing, not gonna get into that. Anyway, there, there's like a crook in there, like a U shape, like a channel. Well anyway, we move the chickens into the barn, they find this thing, and they all decide that this is a magnificent fucking spot to lay some eggs, okay? So I said, hell to the no, and I took and I, I, I closed that off with a bunch of pieces of siding. You know, just something to keep them off of there, and they were pissed. So what do they do? They started laying eggs up in the soffit of the pole barn, where the sparrows that we have 800 billion of that we are currently feeding chicken feed to, decided to lay up in a sparrow's nest up there. Now let me tell you, how discouraging is that? You know, I mean, that means you have to get on an eight foot ladder every time you wanna go get it. Now, who in their right frickin' mind wants to get on an eight-foot ladder every time you go get eggs? Not this guy. Not this guy. Okay, and I don't want my family to have to do that either. Right? It's dangerous. You know, it's setting you up for failure. So today, I'm gonna be taking a bunch of siding, you know, because I just got these little pieces of vinyl siding laying around. And it actually looks okay, it's white, you know. So in the eave, in the inside eave of my barn, I'm gonna be cock blocking that with pieces of siding so the barn still breathes, but the chickens can't lay eggs up there. And I've got another bunch of spots up in the rooftop of that barn that the chickens are probably gonna decide they need to lay eggs in. And it's making me go to an awful lot of work because they think they need to lay eggs 10 feet up in the air. And it's kind of getting old. You know what I mean? So I mean, you know, at your poultry homestead here and there, sometimes you're gonna have to swallow a giant cup of piss me the fuck off, okay? But it is what it is. I mean, I still love my chickens, don't worry. I mean, I. The problem is, is yesterday we had one chicken, uh, probably one of our best layers that we've ever had, Ginger, and she lays a tiny little kind of almost speckled olive egg. You know, she's a barnyard mix. Beautiful bird. But it just so happens that they wanted to lay right above where the cow stock tank was. And uh, I mean, Ginger was rather agile, but she wasn't super agile like a buff Orpington. And uh, well, let's face it, she died yesterday. She drowned. She, they actually, my wife and daughter got her um, in the, they got her out of the tank warmed her up and revived her, 
And then she decided she wanted to go lay up there again because this, this chicken was complete, completely frantic about laying. So they got her back in the barn, left, came back, and then she was damn near dead in the tank when they found her again because she fell in there. You know, so they moved the stock tank yesterday. I went looking around the barn and I found out they were laying in the soffit. So I got two days worth of eggs up there. And yeah, they were good and clean, but geez, can't have them laying up there, you know. So, you know, you get what you get, and uh, it's just another thing I have to deal with. But, uh, you know, that's, that's all part of this, you know, you're, you're going to have some of that. You know, and you're going to have spring cleaning, and you're going to have rainy days like this. And, uh, you know, these, these problems that we have, especially in the spring cleaning part of this time of year, you know, your problems are very trivial compared to other people's, right? I mean, all I gotta do is put a little bit of the material up in the eave of this building and it is done, right? I will be done, I will be finished with that, everything will be fixed. Other people, you know, they have a long road ahead of them with the problems that they have in their life. And for little old me to sit here and bitch about these problems like this is just stupid. You know, there's, there's, there's so much, so many more important things in life than just these little things. So I want you to know that even though there's some difficulty and there's some unexpected work ahead of you, it's like that all the time. And I thank God every day that I get to do it. You know what I mean? I mean, these problems that we have are just so, so minimal compared to, you know, there's people worrying about where their next meal is going to come from. There's people getting vehicles repossessed. There's people getting kicked out of their homes as soon as uh, the weather permits. There's homeless people out there that don't choose to be homeless, but they are. There's people that have gotten financial difficulty who have uh, engaged with toxic human beings that are overpowering and, and stressing them out and everything else, you know. So I just ask you folks, you know, I mean, Thank your lucky stars that you're able to just dial into a podcast today, no matter how good or bad that podcast is, and just be able to listen to that and step away from life for just a second. You know what I mean? So thank God. I mean, I thank God every day that I have what I have. And I am just insanely blessed over here. I mean, you... I don't know if you guys have ever seen like Instagram or pictures of whatever or pictures of our website and our farm and this, that, and the other thing. But um, I mean, if you saw a picture of me and then you saw a picture of my wife, you would definitely say that the guy is blessed. <laughs> I guess I guess I'll kind of close with that. But anyway, and I'm not doing a shameless plug here but I do want to tell you that we do have a website for this farm it is Valonia Farm 
how the hell am I going to fucking spell that without anything in front of me? Because I'm kind of kind of ADHD. But anyway, uh, Bologna Farm. Uh, it's though it's spelled the way it sounds. It's got two L's on it. But Bologna Farm. Uh, go to that website. Uh, you'll find our, our. You know, we got milk, eggs, this, and but now you can stay at our Airbnb at Volonia Farm. Uh, we got some weekends opened up for people. You can be a part of the milking process. You can see how we keep our chickens. You can pet the pigs. You can see the pigs, see how, how we do that. You know, uh, you can let your kids, it, it, it's not really a kid-friendly atmosphere. I think it's just an adult atmosphere. Uh, but you know, like let, let's say you're a, you're a couple that wants to get away and just see how somebody else does their homesteading, while uh, somebody watches your kids and takes care of your animals. You know, this is just a different way of doing it. We're in the middle of farm country, USA. We have a vineyard right down the road, and uh, we're not too far from the Twin Cities metro area. So you know, I mean, if you're just looking for kind of a getaway stay in somebody's basement. We have a beautiful Airbnb down there. It's just an amazing. Go on the website, you can look through pictures of it, stuff like that. But uh, yeah, this summer we're gonna start opening our place up to farm stays. And you can actually go walking down a gravel road. And it's very likely you will not see a car while you are walking down that gravel road for two miles. Imagine that. Imagine the privacy and tranquility. Imagine watching a sunset. Imagine watching the sunrise. Uh, imagine being out in, in the middle of the country and two intersecting dirt roads. That, that is the life of the poultry homestead. And if that's something you want to experience, please go to Bologna Farm and uh, check it out. Maybe it's for you, maybe it's not for you. We, uh, we, we try to explain exactly what that stay is like on the description in the Airbnb, so I, I, I strongly urge you to, to go look at that. Uh, another thing is uh, I also strongly urge you, uh, if you're looking for another podcast experience, I would like you to uh, experience Mediocre from Minnesota. I've been listening to these podcasts. There's two uh, young gentlemen um, with tasty mustaches that uh, podcast in town here, right next to me. Uh, one of them lives just down the road from me here a little bit. Uh, these guys uh, interview people from the area and just talk to them. And sometimes they open up about really big things and sometimes they just talk about... Uh, you know, just, just shooting the shit on that podcast. And it's actually pretty engaging and interesting. You know, I mean, it's, you can stay engaged with the podcast. It's, uh, they, they, do, they do a much better job than I do. So I strongly urge you to uh, at least check it out, you know, if that's something that you want to do. But anyway, uh, thank you for tuning in today. God bless you. And man, I've got some farm work to do today, and, and I can't wait to get to it. And I'm extremely blessed to get to it. So thank your lucky stars, thank God, and what you think about and think about, you bring about. Remember that. Anyway, I suppose, better get rocking. It's a good fucking day to be alive, hey? Anyway, have a good one. Mm-hmm.